At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Pittsburgh City Cast with Tim Benz, presented by Bet Rivers. Thursday edition DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Veasan. Download that Bet Rivers app right now, BetRivers.com, and let's have some fun this weekend. Let's have some fun tonight. Let's just have some fun in general. Thanks for checking me out. Uh, follow along at J Frank Hanrahan on Twitter. As I uh, dial up BetRivers.com and the Super Bowl, the big game this Sunday, still the same. Rams minus the four, total 48 in the hook. Rams minus 195 and the Bengals plus 168. Coming up here on the DC City Cast, Dave Ross from VEASAN is going to join us from Las Vegas. He's going to give us his best bets for this weekend. Uh, we had Tim Murray on a couple of days ago. He likes the Rams. Uh, and I, you know, from the jump, I've always, uh, been on that Bengals train, but I may like the Bengals, uh, too much. We'll explain that, uh, coming up. So this is a, um, Thursday edition. This would have been a big day, I think, for the Wizards, uh, with the trade deadline. They still may do some things. We're recording this on a Thursday morning. Uh, and if anything shakes down, we'll have an emergency uh, DC City cast later on this afternoon because the trade deadline is at three o'clock. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so they could make some moves, but it's not as now interesting or uh, eye raising if Beal was healthy because I think Beal likely would have been at least discussed in terms of trying to wheel and deal him uh, because he can opt out of his contract this summer and basically walk for free. Or he can sign the Supermax with the Wizards. The man has amazing uh, leverage. be great to be Bradley Beal right now. You could sign a huge contract to stay in D.C. You could get a sign and trade. The bottom line is he's going to get paid no matter where he goes. It's up to him. What a what a deal he's got <laughs> facing him. Oh, man. I'm sort of jealous. Job security check next thing you got to check off is winning and leadership and you know what struck me this morning because ah, man I, you know i love basketball played basketball still sort of try to play even though i'm old <laughs> the uh, what is the word i'm trying to think not the advent but just the whole culture of hoops now has changed with the off-season workout videos, right? So for some reason, I like watching basketball videos. Yeah, or, you know, bas- just whatever. Online, you go to social media, you see highlights, you go to NBA, whatever. So on Instagram, I always get inundated with these basketball trainers, right? Oh, my God, man. And I see some of the trainers that work out with some of the best players in the NBA. These one-on-one trainers, they work on their handles. They work on shooting yada yada but they don't work on team play right so i'm not calling anybody out in in specifically but i will say that 
you know, Bradley Beal has a trainer. And I've seen this guy tweet about Bradley Beal and how great he is and yada, yada. And his look at this step back shot and oh, look at this three pointer. Oh, boy. And it just dawned on me. And I'm sure a lot of basketball heads out there can relate and coaches and players, et cetera, that these individual workouts in the offseason to improve the individual is all fine and dandy. But what is lacking, I think, and maybe they do touch on this, I don't know, but last time I checked, hoops is a team sport. Last time I checked, it's about interacting with your teammate, leading your teammate, encouraging your teammate, saying, let's go, trying to find a way to make your unit work. And the biggest criticism I have of this Wizards team this year is they don't have any sort of leadership on the court. They don't have any sort of idea of what it takes to become a good team. And I just harken back to these dumb videos or Instagram posts of you, me, working on my game. Not our game, not the team game. Working on my game. And maybe, just maybe, in the future, these players should work on not only specific drills, specific workouts, but also bringing in, hey, I need to work on being a better teammate. I need to be working on being a better leader. Find those trainers to help you. Hey, look, when things aren't going my way, I get pouty. Help me. Like, are these basketball trainers working on that? Are these coaches working on that? Because that's what Bradley Beal's got to work on, man. He's got to work on just being a better all-around basketball player. All around. Because this year has been an absolute disaster. Steps back. But again, he's got great leverage moving towards the future. So what am I to say? But that's what I would tell him. Like, hey, look, bro. You can shoot the ball a little bit. Uh... Your handles need improvement. Your attitude needs improvement. That's it. Like, you could be really, really awesome. And you've shown that you can be really, really awesome. And you've taken a step back. So prove me wrong this uh, coming season after you get your surgery done. Uh, So I had to go off on that tangent because I just keep seeing all these, these videos of workouts. And it just drives me crazy. Like, there's so much more to basketball than just being able to execute your hesitation step back three. Like, there's so much more to that. Uh, than just the individual moves. So there is going to be maybe a move today for the Wizards. I mean, everybody's on the trading block, apparently. I've said they got a deal. Everybody, if they can, for picks, just try to harvest those picks, right? Get as many picks as you can. First-round picks. Can Harold get a first-round pick? Maybe. Can Bertans? Probably not. Maybe a second-rounder. Although I think he's untradeable. Catavius Caldwell-Pope, probably a second-rounder. Rui Hachimura, disappointing season, maybe a first-rounder. Denny Avdia, maybe a first-rounder. It's like the whole team is taking steps back. It's almost impossible what they've done. Like If I'm on the coaching staff, I mean, my God, man, what are you guys doing? That's a serious question. You got 10, 12 assistants on the Wizards, and none of these guys have gotten better. I don't know. Break out those laptops and those iPads and break down more video. Jeez Louise. Sort of grumpy today. Sorry about that. (laughs) 
All right, straight ahead on the DC City Cast, we'll have our official release for tonight, and we're going to talk with Dave Ross from Vegas. He's from Veasan, of course, former DC guy, now out in Las Vegas. He's going to give us his best bets for the Super Bowl, the big game. That is straight ahead. DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hanran. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. The big game is coming up at BetRivers.com uh, right now. In fact, it is still the Rams uh, minus four over the Cincinnati Bengals. Who would have thought the Cincinnati Bengals would be in this spot? But yet here we are. And to discuss and break down the big game, the big game 56 on Sunday from Los Angeles. From Vicent, Dave Ross, my good friend, uh, now in Las Vegas, used to be here in D.C., joins us here on the D.C. City Cast. Dave, as always, thanks for, for coming on. How are you, my friend? I am well, brother. Frank, it's just always good to be on yeah. with you. You make me miss D.C. But I will tell you this. <laughs> yeah? I, you, I'm with you. You know, I've been waiting for this number to move, and mm-hmm. specifically the total, and it's been stuck at 48 and a half. Remember, when it first came out, right when when the Rams came back to beat the Niners in the NFC title game, we knew the matchup against the Bengals who came back to beat those Chiefs. We saw the numbers about 51, and it immediately hopped down to 48 and a half out here in Las Vegas, and it hasn't wow. moved. Yeah. It's been stuck. Mm-hmm. It's like, what was that old game? Uh, card Sharks where you can go freeze. Yes. It just froze <laughs> right on this number at 48 and a half. Yep. And, and I, I'm waiting for this to go mm-hmm. back up. Now, in full disclosure, I actually like the over in this game. So overbackers, if you're listening to, to Frank right now here on the DC City Pod, you, you better go play it now. Yeah. Because I do think eventually, Frankie, when we mm. get to Sunday, I got to think this thing's back up with a five in front of that first number. The uh, initial response, and I still have this feeling, Dave, as as we record this on a uh, what is I don't even know what today is Jesus Wednesday. Christ, yeah. I know they all they get, they get muddled together. What? The, I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, my initial gut feeling, and this is what's always scary, was as soon as the number came out. I said, oh, I like the Bengals. Getting the mm-hmm. points. Plus four. Great ride. Um, Rams, you know, as as much as we like to applaud the play of, of Stafford, I always try to size it up to, okay, quarterback play. Who do I give the advantage to in this spot? Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's why initially I like the Bengals. But as we're getting oh. closer and closer to kickoff, Dave, sometimes I, I like something way too much, and that's just a red flag. Like just you know, we're talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> talking like about any code. relationship you any yeah. relationship you ever hop right into and you feel like this is the best, and then it's over in a couple of weeks. Like, what just happened? <laughs> that could be the fool's goal that we see here, right? You go, oh my goodness, this could be true. Give me that four, four and a half. But here's the thing, mm-hmm. Frankie. I, I'm kind of with you. I mm-hmm. like the Bengals okay. in this spot, but. I don't know how much value is in the number. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Okay. Uh, we got a guy here at Beeson, Steve Mackinan, Quinspread Weekly editor. He's amazing with his numbers. And we crunched the numbers here statistically. He found offensively the Rams and the Bengals are basically mirror images. And there's really not a statistical advantage that the Rams have over the Bengals. Okay. So 
I think you, by first blush, you are correct. But he also crunched the numbers in the Super Bowl in favorites of seven or less. Really, it's going to be this. Mm. It's going to be either the, the underdog is going to win the game outright or the small under-touchdown favorite is going to cover. That's what the <laughs> numbers suggest here in the Super Bowl. So really what that's telling you is if you're a Bengal backer, the value isn't in the four. The value is in the money line. And if you're a Rams backer, don't worry about the four because statistically those favorites cover by more than a touchdown. Interesting. So, so, so it's very interesting, depending on your side, what that's saying is it's either going to be A, a quote-unquote blowout, not a one-score game, or B, the underdog's going to win it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because last year, and also you got to remember what you did in the past, right? Because yeah. last year, bro, I was, I mean, I was like Kansas City from the jump. There was no way wow. they were going to lose, right? And they got smoked. I love the. I, I was on the right side last nice. year. Nice, but but again, nice. you know, it was weird. It was that COVID year, and yes, it was in Tampa. It's Tom Brady at home and all those things, but there was no real crowd. There yeah. will be a crowd here. Ironically, the Rams are the visiting team, so the <laughs> Bengals will be in their black. The Rams will be in their soft white. That's what I like to say. But <clears throat> I, I don't know how much of an advantage it will be because remember the ticket sales really go 50-50. It's not a true home game. Right. And even if it was a true home game, the Rams, it's L.A., baby. They're mm. surfing. There's other things to do. They're not watching football. Not in February. <laughs> so I don't know how much of a home field advantage the Rams would have, even if they were the quote-unquote home Right, team. right. We're talking with Dave Ross for Visa and does a fantastic job. Check him out. Um, now, what are you doing on Sunday? You guys got a big thing oh, going, man. right? We got it. We got the okay. big Super Bowl cat. I'll be doing uh, the first five hours of pregame show. I've nice. got, got guests like Mike Pereira is going to join us, of course, from the NFL officials, and uh, we're going to have Chris Berman's going to join the program. No way! Oh, oh yeah, that's great. We got a whole okay. List, list of stars going to awesome. join me uh, for five hours leading up to the game, and then we will have some some players. Uh, if you're an in-game player, which again, as you know from the Green Zone, yeah, we really we we really try to revolutionize the way the gambler can enjoy NFL football. We're going to have that. I won't be hosting that. I'll be three during the game. But we will have other hosts doing the show while the Super Bowl is going on to give you their insight as okay. to the live betting market. So, you know, look, it's it's never a dull moment at Visa when it comes to the NFL, as you know. Mm-hmm. it's We're going to have it covered all day and throughout the entire game. So let me get your early or late or just your overall thoughts um, on what you would or are going to play um, come mm-hmm. Sunday. But here's the other thing, too, because it's what's yes, so sir. dangerous. We've talked about this as well. It's the unknown with this, this virus still, even though both teams seem to have it under control. Everything seems to be healthy. But I would wait, right? Unless there's something well, that really, yeah, what do you think? Here's, here's, here's what I think's changed, Frank. I okay. think what the NFL realized is the way you saw some games down the stretch, specifically, say, the Cleveland Browns, if you remember their game where no quarterbacks oh, were yes. eligible. Oh, my Washington God. had the same situation, of course, we remember, yeah. where they had to go to Philadelphia, right? And I, what the league did was they literally switched their policy, and they, they said, did. you know what, we're not going to test <laughs> There's no more testing unless you show symptoms. There's no science involved in this anymore, Frank. This is the way that they have gone throughout the postseason without getting anybody. Nobody's tested. That's right. Nobody's tested. That's right. It's the old old block here. Hey, if you don't test, 
you can't have any cases. It's solved. That's a, I mean, it's so... absolutely amazing what the NFL has done. They're basically saying, you know, we screwed up the whole regular season. We're going to try to not screw up the postseason. That's so right. No test, everybody. Just go out there. So that was like the dumbest question ever. So my apologies, right? Because. <laughs> no, no. But that's the NFL. It's so stupid. It's been so comical what they yeah. did. And yeah. I think it was all born from good good areas, Frank. Like they yeah. wanted to be like, hey, we're we're being progressive with this. We're being out in front mm-hmm. of this. We're really trying to do the right thing. And then they realized, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. These guys, they might test positive as most of America has, yeah. but yet they're still healthy and asymptomatic. So you've got to move on <laughs> with your life. And I think the NFL finally got the memo and said, we cannot screw up the postseason. And let's not talk, uh, let's not ignore the elephant in the room. The NFL is now partnered with gambling. Right. That's what is making people like, you know, us at Vison for us, because now the NFL is in bed with major gambling operations. And if you make this look inauthentic that all of a sudden Matthew Stafford tests positive, but mm-hmm. he's fine and you're going to take him out of the Super Bowl. Could you imagine? Right. For back for people had Rams. Jesus tickets, Christ. Right. Outraged. Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. So I think the league finally said, you know what? We're going to put this on the back burner. Literally not test anymore. Play the games out. Now, look, if you're not feeling well, get a test. But if right. you're feeling fine, you're asymptomatic, show up for work. So with that said, just squash that question. Who uh, <laughs> who, who, who do you like uh, come Sunday? Because I will say right now I'm probably going to probably going to flip my gut um, because Ooh. I think I just like the Bengals too much. I think well, I do. I- and this is like I, the I, Sean I McVay it. redemption tour, bro, because they were terrible three years ago. Well, he got out. He got out coached. Yeah. He even said he got out coached by Bill mm-hmm. Belichick. So you would assume with you know Zach Taylor, he basically <laughs> groomed Zach Taylor uh, to be the head coach of the Bengals when he was his offense coordinator in L.A. So these two guys know each other very well. You know, when I do look at those numbers, and this is why my number one play is I teased this game. Oh, did and you? I okay. Teased, I teased it up. I took the Bengals plus the 10 and a half because I got it when it was a mm-hmm. four and a half. Okay. And I teased down the over to 42 and a half. So I have the Bengals plus 10 and a half, six point teaser, and the over 42 and a half. Uh, I like the over anyway. Yeah. But because of what you said and because of what those numbers have shown, that more than likely the four might not come into play. But if you're going to give me a, a score and a half and give me 10 and a half, mm-hmm. that could come into play here, even if the Rams proved to be the better team. I, even if they win, I don't see them winning by 10 or more. So I really like the Bengals plus those 10 and a half. I, I do I also sprinkle on a little bit on the Bengals money line. I'm mm-hmm. not going to play a lot. I'm not going to play a lot on Bengals plus four, but I'll take that teaser in the over. I'll take the Bengals on the money line, and I will play the over straight as well, 48 and a half. Dave Ross from VEASAN joins us here on the D.C. CityCast, presented by Bed Rivers. Download that app right now, BedRivers.com. Check out the latest lines as we get you ready for the big game. Now, Dave was in D.C. for how many years, man? It was uh, uh, just 18. Just 18, like half your just life, 18. bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I got to get your take on. I'm fascinated still by this name. Like, yeah. I, I, I can I can talk about this for days. People are probably saying, ah, we're over it. No, 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 no. We're not over it yet. This is a name that's going to be around here 80 years from now. So they went with yeah. the Washington Commanders with a W logo, no mascot, uh, no. No real logo. Uh, what'd you think of the, the name uh, and everything? I, well, the timing of it with the way Dan Snyder is in hot water with the, with Capitol Hill and the accusations made by credible women uh, against him mm-hmm. and his organization. 
And okay, oh, while that's all going on, hey, we're gonna unveil the new name. And I just go, the timing mm. of it looks so transparent. Don't right. look over here, look over here. Let's show you our new logo. Let's show you our new Letterman jacket. Let's show you who the commanders are. Meanwhile, there's really big issues with this football team that you and I have known about for a long time. Anybody that's ever been around the team and around this organization for any length of time, and I happen to be there since day one, since Dan yeah. Snyder took over in 1999. 99. And here we are. A couple decades later, Frank, and, mm. you know, there's one constant. It's been Dan Snyder, and I don't know that this story is going away. Look, I watched the press conference today with Roger Goodell, and at the majority, Frank, the majority of the questions had two words in them, Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. Whenever, mm. whenever you are the at the forefront of media questions uh, to the commissioner of the NFL, you don't want your name being out there. And it was out there front and center today. I don't know where this will go because the NFL has the ultimate old boys network of, of defending their own. And Roger Goodell, say whatever you want about him. He does an excellent job of putting up that shield and mm -hmm. protecting the owners. By the way, that's his job. That's what he gets paid handsomely to do. And he did it today to the highest level. Will they actually force Dan Snyder out? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. History tells me that somehow he'll figure out a way to, to wear this off and hopefully the general public forgets about it in two, three years. <laughs> right. For the commanders, I think it's a smoke screen. That's all I think it ever was. I just think it was a smoke screen. You know, he felt the pressure with the Redskins name. That really didn't change or his impetus to change until Dan Snyder himself started to be put underneath the microscope for the transgressions that cheerleaders brought brought to the forefront a couple of years ago. Yeah. It all coincided with the name change. So I think that was his way of saying, let me be PC. Why? Because now you have me underneath the microscope. So while I'm seeing the, the blare, uh, the, the glare uh, of the hot uh, blaze of that sun coming at me, let's talk about anything else other than the improprieties that have happened with this organization under my ownership. Mm -hmm. That's all I think it ever was. And I think that's what this was to ultimately decide this is the time that we unveil the commander. It, it is such a bizarre place. And you covered the team for many years. So did I. We, the laundry list of stories we could tell, uh, oh it's, it's incredible, right? And um, it's really unfortunate. And I was hoping with this new coach and this new president of uh, marketing that the things would change but unfortunately uh those those um those skeletons in the closet you know they're going to be here until they're actually finally put away what what is the likelihood and like, i think you've already uh, mentioned it but that snyder now comes out and says he's doing his own investigation but the nfl says <laughs> no no wait a second we're doing our right. own investigation uh it, there's no chance he loses ownership is there I don't believe so. And again, you and I know a lot of the same people in the same circles in D.C. that said, no, 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 this is the time. I said, well, if I could tell you over the last five years how many times I've heard, no, 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 this is the time. This is right. really going to be the interest yep. for change mm -hmm. and get Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder's not going anywhere. No. And you're going to have to drag him out of that position if you're going to get him. And you know what that means? That means people like Jerry Jones. That means – uh, all the other owners, Mark Davis's of the world, the powerful owners that you have in this league to say, 
all right, guess what, Dan? You're going to have to fall on the sword. And then if Dan Snyder has anything on any other right. owner, he'll go, okay. Okay. You see, like, you see what is happening in the corporate world with, with CNN? You get rid of one of their big wigs, he comes back at you. <laughs> if you want to get rid of Dan Snyder, <laughs> Dan Snyder's going to come back at the other NFL owners, and it gets even uglier. So good luck trying to get Dan Snyder, uh, if you've point. ever met him, to fall on the sword yeah. for the greater good of the rest of the NFL. <laughs> it's not a logical scenario. <laughs> and that's why I don't think you're going to see any change in Washington. Oh, my God. Dave Ross, Visa joins me. Hey, before I let you go, man, you know, we talk about the Wizards a lot on this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I know you're a hoops guy. Like myself, the uh, mediocre run continues for the Wizards, oh and they lose Bradley Beal for the rest of the season. Trade deadline is on Thursday. Uh, I could not have asked for a worst-case scenario with Beal being down and out for the rest of the season. I think they should still be active and try to – accrue as many draft picks as possible but from a distance from afar like is there like no one cares about the wizards that's what's so glaring right no one cares you know we got some dc mafia out here in vegas tim murray our old buddy so tim and i you know we do get to talk a little bit about some of these dc things but Mm -hmm. outside of the diehards man there's just not a lot of vibe about oh what's happening with dc basketball and that's a shame Mm -hmm. because look even going back to the Gilbert Arenas days, and I was fortunate enough to cover the Michael Jordan days, and everybody's like, oh, what a joke when you had Jordan. I'm like, are you kidding mm. me? It was one of the greatest ex- experiences right? in D.C. fanhood. We loved going to watch a player like Michael Jordan. We loved to go watch Antoine Jameson and Gilbert Arenas and Karan Butler when they were the number one seed uh, for a short time, had the number one seed uh, at that point before the big gun incident with Gilbert Arenas. It changed the whole fortunes of the organization for years to come. They're still feeling the effects of it. Mm. So I look at those situations because I remember when basketball mattered in DC, this team doesn't matter. And look, you can trade Bradley Beal, but now that he's broke down Bradley Beal, what are you really going to get for him? They got to figure out a way to it's Washington DC. How can you not, if you got Michael Jordan to go there, how can you not figure out a way to get a name player? And I don't care if you need to strip away everything else, Frank, to get that name player to play in your city so that people are passionate about basketball. And then guess what? If you get that player, Mm. others will come. It happened in Brooklyn. I don't know that it's going to work out and be a success there, but they were able to do it in Brooklyn. So if you can do it, Milwaukee got Giannis. I know they drafted him. Milwaukee. Yes. They re-signed him. They (laughs) re-signed him in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So if these cities can do it and they can figure out ways to do it, and the same can be said, by the way, for the New York Knicks. Like, these are huge cities in the East Coast mm-hmm. that need star power to drive the fan base. But it takes one. Once you get one, the others will come. If I'm in the front office of the Washington Wizards, that is all I'm trying to figure out. Who's the one star that we can overpay terribly to come play for this team? And if we have to overpay, so be it. But we're going to get interest at least in this team, in this city again. Yeah, because they're going to overpay Beal this summer in all likelihood. In all likelihood. So and is that going to energize the fan base? No, no, probably, probably not. not. They need, yeah, they need that one other guy, man. Like there it's, you go. we're so desperate for something. Just watching them. I don't know if you, I don't know if you watched any of these games, bro. It's, it's depressing. It's like they, yes. You, you the assistant coaches are attacking fans. I'm like, dude. what's going on here? Dude. I mean, it's, look, Frank, you remember it like it was yesterday. I know you do. 
when Michael Jordan said he was coming to the Wizards, they were awful. Richard Hamilton's all we had, right? How how exciting was that? How incredible was that? Those moments, those two years with Michael Jordan there. Now I'm not saying you can go get a Michael Jordan, but you can get somebody and that town, that fan base. It is a hoops fan base to its core. And I know football fans are going, "What? Yeah, it was basketball first in the District of Columbia. You can get it back again." But it starts with one iconic name. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find it in the draft, you better go overpay for it. No doubt. I'm with you 100%. It, it's time. I mean, the it's like the, the clock has struck midnight and you, you got to do something. Because right now it's borderline embarrassing. And the fan base, I've never seen oh. them this pissed. It's 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 interesting on social media. Not saying that that's the gauge of where no, people are pissed, but it it's yeah. there. It's there, the, the angst of like, what are we doing here? Like, let's do something. Scott Brooks is looking like a genius right now, by the way. Well, you know, again, <laughs> he, right? Like, and even to equate it to RG, three his rookie year like the hope that the washington whatever we can call them now in retrospect like the the, the city just gravitated to that star right right we right. know how good he was going to be and it was short-lived but what a fun moment like that's what dc needs they need that star power yes the nationals you know when you had bryce harper you had that and you had mad max and you had that and you wanted a, a world series and you had steven strasburg he was still there but like it takes those names it takes those personalities it, it takes those people that the city can identify with and say i want to go watch that ex-athlete yep. play either every sunday or every other day or three days a week in baseball on a homestand i mean that's what it takes in, in a city like washington dc give the fans somebody they can relate to and attach to dave ross from Vison again before i let you go give me your plays this sunday i'm writing them down because man i need some help you know what since i've started this dc city cast bro i was i was hot early then cool then then a little hot well i'm actually i'm I'm only i'm only two under 500 i'm 22 and 24 documented okay we're okay and the last two l's the last two l's have been by like a half you know hook the hook always gets you so hook's a crook my friend but give me here's give me your you Super Bowl lease. <laughs> here's your here's your number one play. I got uh, DC Citycast. Number you one. You got to take the Bengals plus ten and a half and a over forty two and a half. Six point tease. That's my number one okay. play in the Super Bowl. My number two play in the Super Bowl is a prop. Evan oh. McPherson over seven and a half total points, minus one fifteen. Lock it up right now before that number goes up. Evan McPherson over seven and a half total points and if you want a super long shot okay super long shot throw a little pizza money on there maybe <laughs> 10 bucks evan mcpherson is 151 to win the, 150 to one to win the mvp jesus i'm i'm just telling you at <laughs> 150 to one with the body of work that kid as a rookie has put in throughout this postseason to get them through each round if this game is a field goal game which i think it will be i think it'll be a close game i could see that kid running out, drilling his third or fourth field goal of the game to win it at the buzzer, Evan McPherson, in that scenario, could be your MVP. And not Joe Burrow? Yeah, I'll take plus 150 to one Love instead it. of Joe Burrow, who is plus 220. By the way, I've never seen a kicker with – well, we've seen some great kickers, but the fact he's that his, he's already got that story. He's already got that legendary uh, – he's got that lore already about we're oh, going yeah. to the he, AFC Championship. Yeah. He's telling the guys. He's not, he's not nervous. Like, hey, I guess we're going to the title game. I guess we're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, he just goes out there and drills it. And frankly, the other thing is, 
Zach Taylor gets very conservative when he knows he has the kid kicker. Yeah. He's not going to take chances inside that red zone. He's going to say, all right, on third down, don't make a mistake. Let's trot out the rookie and boom, 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 over seven and a half points, America. Those are your two best bets. <laughs> and then your long shot, McPherson, to win MVP. Dude, I am totally taking that. I'm with you on Come that, on, 100%. Man. Dave Ross and Vincent, dude, I appreciate you, man. And we'll talk very soon. And uh, good luck this weekend, all right? Same to you, Frank. I miss you, DC. Dave Ross of VEASAN, simply one of the best. All right, straight ahead here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Put a bow on this show, and I'll give you out my official release for tonight. Uh, we are, what, two games under 500, so we're going to get we'll, – we'll, we'll inch back with a, a win tonight, right? Fingers crossed. That's next, DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Frank Handran from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. DC City Cast, of course, presented by Bed Rivers. Frank Handran from VEASAN as, of course, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I see that the uh, Capitals are on the road tonight at the Montreal Canadiens. They are minus 220. Total for goals is six. Oh, man. Uh, Hockey's tough. Hockey is tough. I'm trying to think the last time I actually wagered on hockey. Uh, man, it's been a while. Maybe I have to get back in that groove, see if the Caps can catch a little bit of fire here. <laughs> but the Wizards are in action tonight against the uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets. As we record this on a Thursday morning, things can change and things could be affected by the time tip-off is uh, at 7.30 tonight. As of now, Wizards are favored over the Nets. Now, the Nets have, what, lost nine straight? Uh, I don't know if James Harden's not playing. Kevin Durant, I don't think, has been playing. Um the Wizards have looked atrocious. Here's the one thing that I will do. The total is 217. My initial gut says take the under because who's going to score for both of these ball clubs? And then we don't know um, who's going to play for the love of God. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Brooklyn Nets guard James Harden wants a trade to the Philadelphia 76ers. So there's off-the-court distractions as well for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. This is hilarious. So we may have a special uh, podcast later on if this is the case with Harden going to the uh, Sixers, if that's going to (laughs) happen. This dude... These guys get uh, unhappy for a second and they want out. Remember, this is supposed to be the future of the NBA or the future of the Nets. My God. So there's that report. So you know what? Let's let's take the Wizards minus the three as of this hour because the Brooklyn Nets may be in more disarray than, than the Washington Wizards. And I thought the uh, I thought the Nets were going to be like the squad. Um, 
for years to come when they made that deal for Harden last year. Boy, things can change really quickly, can't they? My gosh. Oh, my goodness. Um, so right now, we're going to take the Wizards minus three, hosting the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to touch the total yet because who know that who knows who's going to be playing uh, later on <laughs> this league is incredible it's in, it's amazing really um brooklyn right now is 8th in the east wizards 11th in the east um let's see here wizards are 2 and 8 in their last 10 the nets are 1 and 9 in their last 10 Durant's out. LaMarcus Aldridge is out. Paul Millsap is out. Joe Harris is out. Only guys out for the Wizards right now are Daniel Gafford and Bradley Beal. So enough said. This is a, yeah, this is a no-brainer. Give me the Wiz. Minus the three tonight against the Brooklyn Nets tip-off just after 7.30. But a little asterisks on that right now because we got the trade deadline. And uh, yeah, we got the trade deadline. And we'll see if Harden, who's not going to play tonight anyways, could be on the move to the 76ers. Could there be Wizards players on the move as well? I would expect at least a couple moves by GM Tommy Shepard. If there are any big, big, big ones, we'll, we'll check back in with you a little bit later on this afternoon on the DC CityCast. Presented by Bet Rivers. Now tomorrow we will dissect and go big time into the big game. Uh, on Sunday, Super Bowl 56 Rams at this hour at bedrivers.com. Minus four against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll give out my final release for that. But tonight at 22 and 24 documented since I've started the DC City cast, we're taking the Wizards minus the three. More uh, dysfunctional right now than Nets, you would think. Well, that's a tough, that's, that's like a t- coin toss. But we're going to take the home team. Wizards minus three. Finally a win. Uh, against the Nets. We'll see how that shakes out. Follow along at Bet Rivers, at Visa Live, at J. Frank Hanran. This has been the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'll talk to you tomorrow. See y'all.